Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Nice Talks. My name is Amy Thomas and I'm from the media team here at Nice. If you haven't already, please make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram using the handle at NiceComs. You can also find us on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. In this episode, we are looking at loneliness. Why is loneliness a problem? What kind of impact does this have on somebody's health? And what are we doing to help it? I speak to social housing charity Octavia to find out more about what we're doing. So my name is Neil McCarthy. I work for Octavia. I'm the Assistant Director for Care and Support and we're based here in North Kensington, London. So this podcast is about loneliness. Can you give me a bit of an overview about loneliness? How many people are thought to be affected by it and and what does it do to someone's quality of life? We understand that Age UK undertook a recent survey, loneliness later in life, September 18, um, established people aged over 50 living in England a quarter are reporting feeling lonely some of the time. One in 12 people currently representing about 1.4 million older people in England are often lonely. And loneliness, we should remember, is about how they feel. And that may lead to social isolation. My name's Valerie Persaud, uh, Mrs Valerie Persaud. I've been here for three years. I lost my husband three years ago and decided to move where I could do things a little bit independently. I lived in a block of flats in Felton. Again, that was independent. I had my own flat there when my husband passed away. But there wasn't much going on there. I wanted to be where there was a bit of more warmth, you know, something happening. I was a bit, Even though I had a friend there, she had a little part-time job, more or less on my own quite a lot, which, I, you know, I wasn't too happy with. And after my sad loss, I wanted to be... Yeah, I didn't want to sort of go old and just give up. I wanted to carry on. We're very concerned about growing loneliness in our communities and we identified that a quarter of Londoners feel they lack the companionship or feel isolated from others. They're reporting they feel lonely. Well, having spoken to a number of people who who report feeling lonely, I think one of the big issues is often a a loss of confidence, uh, a lack of self-esteem. So this... This often is the thing that leads to people withdrawing and compounding the effect of loneliness. So, you know, you stop connecting with people because you don't feel that you're of value to other people. And of course, that means it's 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 an ever-decreasing circle and you, you withdraw from society and from friends. With Octavia, do people come to you or do you reach out to them? How does it work? I mean, given that people may be lacking in confidence, we tend to reach out to them. So we provide services that often there's an element of reach out, outreach support. We're currently growing these services where we have outreach workers who will work with all sorts of agencies, GPs, other health bodies, social workers, to try and identify those people that they're coming across in their homes or maybe turning up to GP surgeries complaining of small ailments when clearly the issue isn't their their physical health. It's more about they're just feeling a little lonely. So the outreach worker then sort of tries to connect with them and really try to understand their story. And this is very much part of our approach. It's about seeing someone holistically and say, you know, tell us the whole story. What What is the reason? What's going on for you? And then we can start to understand someone's needs and start to then maybe connect them in with activities we're just coming for a coffee for a chat where they might meet people in like situations and all of a sudden they they sort of gain a little bit of confidence that I'm not on my own here 
and then they can start to build up their confidence and start to reconnect with others and sort of address that loneliness. Well, it is important because you've got to keep fit. As I said, I've had Parkinson's for 20 years now. I'm beginning to slow down now and I'm getting frustrated because I think it just keeps you young, you know, and I'm still fighting to try and do that. Life is short anyway and you've got to use every minute of it, you know. We have people come in, play music and we dance and quite quite a lot going on, which makes the older people stay young. So what's your favourite activity here? Dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't like a bit of dancing? And what music do you listen to? Well, I like a lot of music, but I like the old type music, Frank Sinatra, you know, Michael Bublé, different, yeah, that sort of music I love, yeah. I speak to Jill Roberts, regional manager at Alive, about some of the issues that older people might face in care homes. We all need to be connected to the world around us in, in, in some way, in the ways that we choose. Older people in care homes can be at great risk of isolation, and that includes actually people living in extra care or sheltered housing. In both cases, you have people where the only contact they have with other people is when somebody's coming in to provide what's called personal care to them. So washing, dressing, support with meals, that sort of thing. So, you know, we try to connect older people to groups in the local community, schools, local charities, clubs, um, creative and, and outdoor groups as well, and ensure that older people can take part in activities that are really meaningful for them as, as individuals. It's not a one-size-fits-all, and we want to support care homes, residents, and the communities around them to develop relationships that really that really last and become self-sustaining. It's got to be tailored to the individual, and it is absolutely essential that care homes become aware um, and, and you know, relatives working with them and, and other agencies working with care homes that, you know, they are aware of, of those, in a sense, those hidden risks of, of people suffering from, from loneliness or isolation. We have some wonderful examples that are consonant with the advice in, in the NICE guidance. And that's not all we're doing. Oxfordshire County Council have come up with a very interesting solution to this problem. They've been trialling the use of Amazon Echoes in the homes of older people who might be struggling with independence and connectivity to the world around them. I head up to Oxford to find out more. I'm Kate Taroni, I'm Director of Adult Social Care at Oxfordshire County Council. So um, in Oxfordshire, we support about 7,000 people to have um, care, either in their own home or in residential or nursing settings. We have a particular challenge in Oxfordshire around workforce, so we really struggle to recruit and retain sufficient workers to support the growing numbers of people who live at home. In light of that and um, our constant strive to look at technology as a kind of supplement to the care that people receive, we have a small innovation team whose job it is is to look at emerging technology on the market and to uh, pilot different ways that that technology can support people to become more independent or live independently in the community. Then the other uh, issue we were looking to address was the challenge around loneliness. So we know that loneliness has a massive impact on people's health and, and outcomes. Um, and loneliness is, a, is an issue for many people in the population, uh, including older people. 
What exactly will the Amazon Echo, what will that actually do for loneliness? So um, so we've got some examples where people who are currently on the trial are talking about it improving their quality of life. So an example we've got is we've got a, a woman called Catherine who is visually impaired and Catherine has had her uh, Amazon Echo for a number of months now and Catherine has been talking about how her Echo has opened up a whole new world to her. So, so she talks about how uh, it keeps her brain stimulated so she asks the Echo questions about who the uh, previous presidents were of America. She um, accesses a whole load of uh, audio books, uh, music, asks about the weather, but also it's helped in terms of, in terms of connectivity with family members. So Catherine um, has a, a son who lives over in Canada, and actually, uh, the Echo has allowed her to have more regular contact with her son. Um, and the final uh, additional benefit as well is the ability for her care staff to just do that check-in call. So just over the video link to just check in and see how Catherine's getting on between her, her care visits. Um, so you mentioned it's an early trial and that you've given out 10 or so. Um, what are we hoping for the future? So um, for me, it's really important that we uh, we try out the, the spectrum of technology that comes online and uh, we evaluate whether it's working. And if it's working, then we grow it. If it's not working, then we stop it and we do something different. So it's really important that we're brave when it comes to trying um, trying new things out. There may be examples where it could be a, a, an effective replacement for something else. But what's really important for me is human contact will always be something that people will need. So there, I, it's hard to envision a day where technology will ever replace that need for that human connectivity and, and warmth but there may be a growing role for technology around things like medication prompts finding out of the weather uh, maybe having remote contact with your family or with your care staff or health professionals so as we've heard from all of our contributors today loneliness is a huge problem affecting thousands of people in london and across the uk But there are some really positive movements in the area, including the use of cutting-edge technology like the Amazon Echo. If you'd like more information about any of this, please feel free to get in contact with us. You can email us on nice at nice.org.uk. And as always, thank you again for listening. Goodbye for now.